Well, triggers oh, never bro, stop. That's the fucked up part. Have y'all realized? Well, have you gotten to that point where you'd be like, damn, this shit is still fucking with me to this day? You touch my nipples, I'm jabbing back. That's he's my not, He's not kidding. I'm not playing. You got two buttons. You don't push those two <laughs> You don't nipples. fuck with nipple play? I don't fuck with that, bro. You don't fuck with nipple I don't play? fuck with that. I feel like more girls need to realize the power nah, as nipples. Your mom tested you? No, listen. What's Gucci with y'all, royalty? Um, there's something that we've been forgetting to do, but it's because we fami- we familiar. Yeah, we so, we go back. We're so calm. Yeah. We so we know y'all. We don't have to introduce ourselves, but you know that's wrong. And but any- for the new listeners, correct. For the new listeners, for the new royalty, for the new ro- like yeah, I like that. <laughs> this is royalty. your host, your captain. This is Deji Giwa, or as my people call me, I guess apparently damn Deji. That's what we going on the podcast. People call me. I guess they call me. That's what they call me. They call. That's what they call me. That's what they call me. Damn Deji. So this is this is one of your hosts, Silas the Menin. 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 It's because he don't got a lot of it. You see, you got to think about it sometimes. Less melanin, Melanin, melanin. Damn, look at you. Look at you. Got all the melanin. That's 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 how you pronounce it for the people. It's a tongue twister. You started first, Silas. You originated that. But he said it because I'm half black. Melanin menace. Melanin menace. Melanin menace. Melanin menace. Melanin menace. Who's that correcting us? Oh, it's me. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Gabby. How y'all doing? Buenas. It's me. Hey, yo. It's Eric Dutcher, aka Erratic. Sometimes I make music, a lot of times I podcast. You know, sometimes a lot of times he he's annoying. Music, <laughs> you know, I be doing what I do. I get in where I fit in. I don't you know, know what, what you're saying. saying. You're right. We don't. Asian proverb. <laughs> Please stop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I got a sound bite that. Buenas. That's a fire. Like Buenas. yeah, that's a plugin. Yeah. That's a song. I love Buenas. Buenas. Um, but yeah, this is your Suburban Kings. Welcome back for another podcast Wait, episode. I thought we were Suburban Kingdom. There we go, Suburban Kingdom. You Buenas. Call me. <laughs> Buenas. Buenas. <laughs> My bad. This is another episode of Suburban Kingdom. Um, you know, I'm still getting used to the rebrand. But today, um, I have something that's on my heart, royalty. You know, with the weather warming up, um, I go back to the beginning in season two when this was all kind of picking up, you know. We was having the podcast regularly or the episodes regularly. And then what happened? It was like a it was like a fire or a match that was lit. We got our first sponsor. And then in that first sponsor in season two, we got an additional eight with a total of nine. And with that, we got bread. And it was at that moment, it was at that moment that I was like, oh yeah, I'm happy. This podcast is doing things. It's it's reaching and touching the people. And that's what we talk about today. Today we are talking about touching people. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? No, I'm talking about happiness. Today we talk about happiness. That moment when I realized, oh, snap, this podcast could actually be something, actually gave me a lot of happiness. So for that reason, we're going to get into it. We're going to figure out what the definition is, what it looks like for us. But more importantly, how the world, being where we are, the majority of our listens in America, how we view it based on our society. So that's all I have to say. Shit, everybody wants to be happy, but not everybody's happy. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about our own personal definitions of happiness. Sure. Who want to start? Let's go, Silas. Uh, I just don't want to have to worry about buying dinner for somebody. Ooh, make so monetary point where you ain't gotta worry about what right. the bill is. When she orders appetizers, I don't, I don't have to be like, Ugh. are you dating? <laughs> are you dating? Are you dating women that need a, a certain level of a certain level finance? Of, finance? Yeah. No, no, no. That kind of shit turns me off. 
That, so you're not dating somebody that needs to you don't no, need to like, match their but lifestyle like as a, but like as a man I can't help to have that mentality of like you know the you provider should, yeah mm-hmm. I want her to get whatever she wants I don't want her to have to like ask me and like think about it give me yeah, the eyebrows yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just, definitely a hey shorty I got I got thirty dollars on my on my cash app card. Right. <laughs> uh, I feel you, bro. When you prep yourself to buy the dinner, but she get four drinks, and then bitches are fifteen dollars each, twenty dollars each. Sometimes I'm, I'm enjoying the water and bread. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember one time I was on a date. Shorty bought up the, like I'm talking about like five whiskey and cokes. What? Off off your shit. Off of, we, it was a date. Yeah, what and, you mean? And then after that, I I never hung out with her again because off the face, I was like, any woman. Hold on, how, how the rest. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. How'd the rest of the day go, though? It was a wonderful time. I mean, but after that, I was like, I'm cool on you. Because... (laughs) I'm cool on you. I'm like, not not ever in life are you going five... First of all, Shorty got drunk. I had one drink. And that wasn't because I was worried about the... I was like, I would never get that drunk. On first day? I feel like it's kind of been We have been... been, been, We have been communicating for some time. But, yeah, this shit was wild. I, I just kept watching her order, and she was like, give me another one. I said, yikes. Maybe she wanted some of that damn Deji. You know I mean? <laughs> she wasn't getting damn nothing because I'm not going to catch a damn case. You feel me? <laughs> so wait, so she got drunk and then you took her back to her house and said- No, hey, she right? drove. We gave she us drove? You let her drive? That's fine. At that point, that's not my business. <laughs> hell yeah. Bro. Point, it's about balance, all right? That, hell yeah. At that point, it's, it's not balance. my business. I buy Both a movie, you buy the candy. It's fair. That's not my business. She's driving off like swerving. He's like, like in that episode was, of Shame, when she, she just hits another car, you're like, "Fuck!" She was, she was a grown ass. Call your insurance. She she, I am not tripping. She seemed like she was all right. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and he cut her off, so he doesn't know what happened. I didn't thing. cut her off. I just was like, "Yeah, we don't need to go on another That's date." It. That's it. That's it. That's it. Gabby, I need female input. If you splurge Yo. on a date as a man, you know we gonna pay for this shit, right? But if you splurge, if you buy three, four, five drinks, you get appetizers, you get dessert, like. Is it okay to to pitch in? You know, like absolutely. Like, Yo, I got this. An appetizer you know? is absolutely. Not I got this, but yeah, I got half. But, that, but that's you know, not I got my. We can split it. Yeah, I mean, okay. Or, so or like, you if you if you're offering to me to take if you're offering me to take me out. For the first day, right? You come up to me. You're like, "Hey, yo, I want to take you out. Like, I want to go here. I want to do this with you." I'm gonna pay. Like, I'm. Gonna you, pay. I'm expecting you to pay for the whole that's, thing, that's, no matter what right. I do, no matter what, no matter what, um, no, no, matter no matter what I buy, no matter nothing. You, you like, if you're offering to take me out, yeah, I, that's all you. That's, but that, like, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna be out here spending to, all your money. Like, I, I don't think like that. I'm not like that. But I like, think most I, girls know. don't think like that. Actually, I'm. We're in a different generation because of influence. Um. But I don't think that's splurging. Splurging for me when it comes to a date is like, I don't know. I can't really. I'm not going to talk about what i To me, an appetizer is splurging. No. I on a date? On a date? On a date? If she orders a soup before the meal, I'm like, damn. You're <laughs> tripping, son. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, I feel you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Low key, low key. I don't agree 100%, but I feel you 100%. You know? I, it depends where we are. Dating. I mean, okay, but like if you're going to offer to take me somewhere nice, uh, you're splurging regardless. I drinks, dessert, all the above. Y'all dating wrong. I anticipate yeah. the three courses, all right? But when you add a couple three. more courses, I'll be like... So that's that's what I'm saying. Y'all dating wrong. So then why are you asking? Why, yeah, why are you offering to take it out in what's the first me, place? Let me lead, get what's, what I get. What's the three courses? You know, the appetizer, the main course, dessert. You know, you over you get here. get dessert? That's splurge. You over here. Dude, I remember I was with somebody. Cheap as hell. Done, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> get, to get an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. So that's, I don't but you're consider- offering to take her out to dinner to a nice restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, right. The three what are you expecting? The three courses is, is an Just experience. Just dinner and, and, and a drink? So the more, the more important question is, like... 
what are you viewing as like a date? Because like for me now, like if I'm dating somebody, it's gonna be multiple facets to the date, right? Like first we it, we get drinks, second second I'm, I'm a, I mean we start off light, right? We get the drinks, you order whatever, then we get food. I don't really care. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. Most of the time, I don't even look at the bill when I'm on a date because at that point, I'm like I already I'm good. With yeah. it. I'm good for it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's the extracurricular activities. Like, if I take you to, like, a fun entertainment, like, arcade, or if we if we do, like, some type of uh, experience, like, say, like, a bartending class or, like, a, a curation of, like, a painting set. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's yeah. a date yeah. to me. That's a fire date. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I mean I, I be knowing how to date. I'm not going to hold you. I definitely love <laughs> dated. I'm no, not, no, 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 no. When a girl takes the initiative and says, hey, yo, let me pitch in. I love that. I'm going to still That's pay. a turn on for me, I shit. That. Not Hell really. Yeah. Not that's really. not a turn on that's for you? That's not a turn on no. for you? No. What I would you prefer. Is it like, a, no, is it I got it. Is it, I got it, a, is it a turn <laughs> off? It's not anything. So I would prefer if she's going to get it back to me, do it when I'm not expecting it. Like, oh, I was thinking of you. Got you this. That's why I respect it back. So because I'm like on a date, a nigga's supposed to pay anyways, right? Like I'm supposed to provide True. you an experience that would be like, okay, this person can provide a certain, certain, certain things to me. The first date. First date, we get to feel we get to feel each other out. But I have levels to dates. Like the first date, if I really fuck with you, I'll I'll go ahead and go all out. I'll take you to some nice spots. I I mean, I have I have a whole rolodex of of places that I like. You know, but I not the rolodex. I got a rolodex. But I I say these things. But I (laughs) (laughs) gay. No homo. Pause. Pause. (laughs) No, I'm I'm joking. But I say all that because like. I think I don't I don't I particularly don't put a lot of time and effort into women if I don't like them a lot. But for the first date you go all out? Isn't that a bad idea? No, 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 no. If I like you a lot, I've already been speaking to you on months on end. So like the first time we come into interaction. So you're talking for months, be like, but you're not going on dates. No, 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 no. We going on like I like to call them light dates where it's like cool, let's get going a drink. On a movie. Yeah, or like we'll do like oh, let's do this experience where it's like a going to putt check or something, exactly. you know, mini golf. Really right? light stuff. But then when I'm like first date, bow down. This Bam. how I got down. Literally. <laughs> Taking you to Carbone. It sound like dating makes yeah. y'all happy. Yeah. I was going to say how we getting back into the happiness, but yeah, so dating makes Dating, me I like dating, but dating is a form of happiness in a relationship for me. If I'm not constantly dating in a relationship, the relationship is kind of strained, and that and I and that's very visible to me when I stop dating my partner. You said something like a while when we first started this. You said you have to like fall in love with you every day. Like, yeah, every day so, like, if that, I'm that, fucking with a girl, that dating part is, is so big, important to me. It's a big reminder because I don't never, I don't really get out of that. No matter if it's high or low, like I could be mad as fuck at my girl, right? But I'll be like, hey, yo, girl, we finna, we we finna do this, like. I don't care so, I, if you upset you gonna get your ass ready and then you could be upset but then when we get to the spot act correct so that's that's when you that's when you make every date feel like the first date of course that's fire yeah I'm, I mean but that's that romance is like a thing for me you know that's something I like to do it's yeah. something I like to set down yeah I like to let it be known because like why would I not want to enjoy my partner and have my partner enjoy me yeah, and right. make that a reoccurring yeah, thing. Deji, Deji lights those candles. He puts on that playlist. Deji gets he to puts work. On, puts on the lotion. That's light work. Deji get romantic. I do, do that though. Lotion. Deji <laughs> got a talent for the romance. Lotions <laughs> up the knuckles. Told y'all. Need ankles because you know he doesn't wear. He wears low show socks, so you know get the ankles nice and clean. Of course. All right, oh, let's rewind, bro. I can see right now your, your knuckles are looking nice right now. Let's hey, rewind. We're supposed to go around and talk about our personal happiness. What'd you say, Silas? 
Uh, definition of happiness. That's he said he don't gotta worry about paying the check. That's what he said. Like financially stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. also like enjoying what I do for a living. Like what what brings me what what brings my income in? If I'm enjoying it and happy, I'm not mad. Like editing the podcast, that shit is exhilarating. I love oh, yeah. doing that shit. So like if I can get paid for that, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Just stress free. Stress free. Hell yeah. Um, I'm along with Silas. The stress free part, yeah. I I chase things that bring me peace of mind. Um, but other than that, a lot of it is like impact. And like how I connect with the individual. Um, so yeah, those are the things for me. I always care about peace. I don't like no drama in my life because stress, it just it accumulates for me as like an overwhelming sense of anxiety. Right. You already, uh, you already get that at work in relationships. Correct. So I feel that shit in my gut. Bro. Correct. And I get nauseous from stress. I get I get my heart starts palpitating and like I can't I get insomnia. So I'm like, cool, just let me be in that phase where it's like low stress. Um but yeah, that's it for me. It's just like very like peace is everything. And then, like I said, the second caveat is like I like to have fun in everything I'm doing. So if I'm having fun and it doesn't matter if it's like work, like me hustling or me like, like I said, dating, all those things or me even at the gym because, you know, I started getting back into the gym. All those things have to bring me fun. So I have to change my perspective in order to like make sure that I'm in that 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 position of like, ooh, fun. Yeah, making then, the most out of every situation, correct. No what the situation correct, is, correct, correct. Because you know, life be trying to speed your ass up and make you not present. You so be, be playing hopscotch, to, picking up it. dog shit, like, hey. But I ain't got no <laughs> dog. I honestly, I'm not. You the dog. <laughs> I'm not gonna say this, but I really don't get dogs. I've been, I've been trying for the last two or three years to get. I knew them. there was I, something about you I didn't like. I'm <laughs> yeah, trying to figure it out for years. I don't, I don't get them, G. I don't. What get, about cats? I don't get no type of pet. You're not an animal person. I remember you saying this. Like, I don't get no type of pets. Like, I'll, I'll, That's because his ancestors was fighting lions and shit. <laughs> you hate animals. That don't even make no sense. <laughs> Although a lion is my favorite. I, I love big joke, cats. Right? I do love big cats. There you go. <laughs> big cat energy. 100%. What about you, Gabby? So, I don't know. I think happiness in and of itself is a state of being. I think everybody try so hard to be happy all the time they forget to actually enjoy life right so i try to find joy in everything that i do um chase joy yeah i chase yeah. joy i don't chase happiness because Same. everyone's so worried about being happy all the time like they're yeah. forgetting to enjoy the things that are being presented to themselves and the opportunities that they're being presented with that gives um, you contentment when you chase joy everybody everybody is really outcome based like mm-hmm. they're worried about the outcome and not the like not the destination not the journey exactly the exactly process. so i'm i'm here just trying to enjoy my life and you know actually appreciate what i've been blessed with you know instead of worrying about like if i'm happy or sad all the time like i'm i'm joyful i'm i have a lot of joy in my life i have a lot of like content what is the word contentment Contentment. yeah Yeah, contentment um you know i think doing things that make you happy obviously bring happiness to your life um and doing things that you enjoy will definitely contribute to that but if you're trying so hard to find happiness you're not going to find it you know you're gonna you're gonna find it it's gonna be temporary it's gonna last a day and then you're gonna wake up tomorrow and you're gonna hate yourself again the the same way that you did the last morning what you chase runs yeah exactly there's a there's a there's a comment or a statement that always stays in my head when it comes to happiness and it says happiness is a happenstance so whenever you're chasing happiness you're only chasing like you said that moment or that stance and time that made you feel that like that rush or that that feel good feeling and that's not something 
So you'll always be chasing that fleeting moment of when that high you got from that instance. And it it gets harder to get every single time because then now you're used to that feeling. So you'll never truly be happy because it's like using drugs. You know, the first time you, exactly. the first time you smoke weed is like the first time you smoke weed and that feeling that you get like that euphoric moment where you're just like light and just giggly and happy. You're never going to get that oh, again. Yeah, right. So you're going to keep That's trying kind of every single time you smoke. And then what happens oh, when that high ain't high no more? You got to find a better drug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they literally say that when drugs, you're That's chasing true. the high. What's well, called chasing the dragon. Or chasing the dragon. Sorry. I don't Same thing applies with happiness. You just got to find another drug. That's what you got to do. Replace the sadness. Yeah. yeah try a psychedelic. Distract yourself. Try a psychedelic. Yeah, yeah. Funny as hell. So I'll just trip on shrooms. Listen, I'm speaking metaphorically. 100%. Yeah. I, I no, you don't. What's, what's the metaphor? Yeah. What's when you're trying to chase happiness, you be doing shit. Let's say, let's say you do shit for yourself. Let's yep. say, oh, let me get a gym membership to make myself happy. You get swole as fuck and you look at yourself like that didn't Still work. not happy. <laughs> Still, I hate myself. Cool. That didn't work. <laughs> You're curling hundreds. Yeah. I hate my life, bro. Still, I'm so tired. Why do I have to be here every single day? Talk about. I went to the gym to look sexy for the women for my dating life, and all I get is gym bros. Yeah, facts. I'm getting touched, I'm getting touched by more dudes. Yeah, I get hugs from the guys. I'm getting mad hugs. Weird energy. I'm Weird. Getting, I'm getting good shit, bro. What about you? Eric? That's exactly what it is. What about you? Look, I'm still learning about myself, so it's a little complicated. But uh, I felt I feel happy doing things for people, even though I'm an asshole, and I and I might put on a persona like I'm selfish and I do shit for myself. But the truth is, I need to be more selfish and do more shit for myself. But uh, all my life, I feel like I've been looking after my mom. You know, okay. she be going through a lot of mental health, so I raised you know. Growing up, you know, I'm I'm looking after my mom and being aware of like, you know, mental health issues and this and that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then right when I move out, I'm living with my grandparents, taking care of my grandparents. Fast forward, now I meet Max. Shout out Life to the Max podcast. Mm-hmm. Now my job is to take care of somebody who's paralyzed neck down. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I feel like I do so much for everybody. And that shit fuels me. You know, I, I live I live by a quote that says, if you want to be happy for a week, go and buy a watch. If you want to be happy for a month, go and buy a car. You want to be happy for a year go get a new house but if you want to be happy for the rest of your life make a difference in somebody else's there you go and that shit resonated with me you know and that's what i do you know even my brother shit he'd be a little knucklehead sometimes i look out for him i'm the oldest in my family i invite all my cousins to hit me up whenever the fuck they need something and i'm gonna jump up and do it mm-hmm. you know but i'm starting to get to the point where shit i'm starting to boil over you know what i'm saying where's my time going you know you're you know, you're the so, you're the person that holds it all together, but who holds you together? Right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. people come to me crying, they leave celebrating. I'm still crying by myself. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? it's, a, it's, a, it's you know, crying with them, but for like, other when reasons. When the fuck am I going to celebrate? You know, mm-hmm. but when am I going to cry? Yeah, so you know, moral of the story is, you know, we all got to chase that happiness. We all got different equations in our soul. You know, we got to figure that shit out. It's going to be a learning process, and your your equation of happiness might change in a week. You know, you might get hit with some trauma all of a sudden. What made you happy all your life ain't going to make you happy no more. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to discover a new part of you. You know? So I found it interesting. So that's an interesting question right there. Like, You think your happiness changes after something? Yeah, that's what I say. So So you think the way that the things... So it's interesting because I think, Gabby, you already hit it on the head, but it's like we're talking about happiness, but we're really just talking about how we can feel joy or steady in almost every moment, Right. 
I yeah. do I do feel like that does change. I do time. declare. I do, I do, I do. I do, I do. I'm okay. I'm going to just get into it. I do feel like that changes over time. But what's interesting about that is what you said is like you would feel like certain things would always make you happy, right? It's like musicians. I was just going to say like music music's never changed. Music has never changed for you for making you happy? Music will always make me happy. Right. But it's not going to like what's something that always makes you happy? So do you think? But like, real quick, do you think it's based on your age though? Because if when no. I'm 10 years old, yeah, it's something that makes me happy is going to change in a week. Of course, but, but I'm talking I'm about t- at this age. I'm saying at 28, I don't think many things. Maybe new experiences will change my opinion or like my perspective of happiness. But I think like what core my core values that make me happy. I don't think that's going to change at this age. No, like I think I'm locked in and what makes me happy. So you think you're locked in at what brings you happiness? Yeah, like I know what's going to. I feel like I hate to see. I hate to say yeah. that, but that's limiting. Because ah, I'd say the opposite. I say that's good. He knows what the fuck makes him happy. No, I'm it's not gonna, limiting. I don't, I don't, I don't think don't it's limiting. I think it's like he has an idea for what's going to make him happy, but that doesn't mean he's limiting himself to what could make him happy. Okay, so right? I, like I was, he just he has these pillars. You know what? This makes me happy. My family. This. You know this. This. This and this. Right. But he's twenty. 28. 28 you know there's still a whole lot of life to live there's still a whole lot of happiness and joy to experience there's yeah. gonna be some more pillars that he's gonna establish in his life mm-hmm. that are gonna you well, know like, contribute yeah. to sounds that like silas is solid and i'm jealous but i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying that because like as americans y'all view happiness differently than say somebody who like myself is nigerian right the reason why i say it's limiting because in a african or in a nigerian culture specifically like happiness is enjoyment right so, like, that is so much more broader, right, than just being like, okay, I, this will always make me happy. Because if I'm able to enjoy many things, my ability to be happy is greater than yours, right? Okay. So, that's what I'm trying to say. It's limiting because you're allowing yourself, yeah. you're saying the access <clears throat> to happiness. It's like you're putting gates right. on where you can go in your happiness. And that's saying. what I'm saying. But So, here's my rebuttal, though. Let's okay. See, like, I love music. I'm always going to love music. Mm-hmm. But I also like making sushi. So like that sushi, would, like making sushi makes me happy. It's very like calm, namaste. Mm-hmm. But if let's say I lost my sense of taste mm-hmm. and now I can't tell what good sushi is. Mm-hmm. Sushi, making sushi makes me happy. But music is what really is my solid pillar that keeps me happy. So if I lost my sense of taste, it would suck that I can't make sushi anymore. But I can still make music. I can still work on that. Gotcha. I can still hear so you're saying that if something gets blocked. Right. Well, so as like, opposed to me just saying you could have it all. Every gate is open. But like... And if then, I lose, if I lose the sushi ability, yeah, I'll be upset. But like, it I won't, won't affect it, you, right? But if I if I lost my ability to hear, I'm devastated. You'd be devastated. I'm yeah. Crushed. Okay. So I'm following you. Yeah. So that, that's like my main pillar, music. Mm-hmm. But then my rebuttal family. to that would be that because you allowed yourself to have multiple things that make you happy or give you enjoyment, that that switch that that ability to adapt your level of happiness would still be great if not greater because now you're like wow i had that that's an appreciation but i still have other ways to make me happy right so it's like it's like it's basically like ooh, you put a thousand here damn i lost that thousand but i still got like a thousand here a thousand here a thousand here and then you're like okay i lost that but i'm still gucci you know what i'm saying like it's it's the so i'm not saying it from the access i'm saying it because you become more appreciative of how hard it is to become or to be in this case what we're talking about happy you feel me kind because 
because <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Awesome. Like your main source of happiness, which we, for you is music. Right. If that was gone, it'd be a tremendous impact. But that's like losing. And yeah, I would I would find another thing to like fill that void. I guess. But I'm saying that because we, we if we really want to apply this, it's like that first heartbreak. Is your first heartbreak the worst heartbreak? Yes. But then after that, you'd be like, well, fuck it. I still have to figure out what love is. But I can still fall in love. If I lost, right. if I lost my sense of hearing, I can, never, I can never be in the world of music at all. Yes, you can. Have you ever seen the, the movie, the Bratz movie? Feel no. <laughs> no, okay. There's a, there's a student in that movie, for anybody that's ever seen Bratz, um, he's deaf and he loves music. You want to know how he loves music? He goes up to the speakers and just feels Touch the vibrational it. pulses mm. of the music. You can still be invested in music even if you can't hear it, you know, he can, you can still play the piano, even though you don't know what you're, uh, you, you know what you're playing. You can't hear what you're playing. You can still feel the vibration mm-hmm. of the music. Okay. And that's the depthness of music because now your appreciation is even deeper, is deeper because it's textile. It's you, it's another sense. That's why I'm saying <laughs> I'm at the, I'm at the, I'm at the club <laughs> touching the speakers. Like, <laughs> They're looking at you crazy. They're looking at you crazy. What are you doing? I'm like, I can't hear. It's like, it's like, Wait, buddy. He's deaf, so he's going to be like, I'm feeling the music. Shut up. It's so I can feel it. Coming in the air tonight. My bitch, my bitch bad and bougie. I do not condone It's not the same. You're going to be close. You're going to be close because you used to hear. You know, That's what I'm saying. You weren't born deaf. Literally. Oh, shit. So you, you have bro. the appreciation, though. I was at the Science and Industry Museum, and I learned from a poster on the wall, you know, they said statistically that uh, Americans define happiness based on extravagant rewards, you know, accomplishments, fucking first place trophies, promotions at the job, big ass expensive houses or sports cars, shit like that. And I feel like, you know, generally we could agree Americans are fucking right here. they're greedy people you know. people come to america for financial gain people people go to other countries that's, for a spiritual gain yeah so that's that's what america and and I, I i'm not speaking on myself i might be speaking generally for majority of the population but yeah we'd be getting our blinders on at, at work damn i need to i need that promotion why the fuck gary get promoted before me he just got hired you know what i'm saying shit damn like why that. you coming for me <laughs> you know what i'm saying shit like that and uh i found it interesting when i learned that different countries have a vastly different definition of success like for example in asia their posters that are publicized all around the country they're successful people they're celebrities they're portrayed drinking tea looking out the window watching the sunset they define happiness as as zen and calmality and yeah exactly you know and i'm like yo that shit is lit a homeless man could feel at zen mm-hmm. at zen at peace you know yeah you know so like america Americans, it's easy to get our blinders on. And I just want this episode to touch people in, in ways where, you know, there's more than one way to be fucking happy. 100%. Absolutely. I mean, we have four different perspectives. And, and it's easy when you're, you're, you're a product of your environment, right? 100%. So let's say I'm in this group, okay? Mm-hmm. And all three of y'all are big time, I don't know, accountants, mm-hmm. right? And I'm over oh. here, couldn't pass a business class. You know, and I'm over here shitty because all my friends are, you know, six figure accountants. Damn, I'm not an accountant. What the fuck? You know, so I'm, I could either stress and get suicidal about fucking not being what I want to be. And I think I want to be an accountant the whole time. You just need to self-reflect, realize what you really want to be. Because if that shit isn't falling into place, then maybe your soul is telling you to go a different way. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I do. I think 
a lot of times in America, and this may be in life in general, because Western Western civilization has such a huge impact on the whole entire world, specifically America, that um we all get into careers we probably should have never been in. Right. Shit, whether it's tell to, me about this. Whether it's whether it's because you're trying to provide a lifestyle that you want to attain or the people that you're actually like around and want to be around, like they do that, right? And I mean that like if you're like you just said that example, if you your friend all your friends are accountant, right. so you feel like you gotta be an accountant, yeah. right? It's like a herd mentality. Or exactly. dude, I went to I went to school to be a firefighter. Spent like two grand on classes and I only did that because my uncle was a firefighter. He's a um, lieutenant in Carpentersville, mm-hmm. and like he got such high praises from the family, like no one was worried about them, and everybody everybody was worried about me. So I'm like, all right, I'll just be a firefighter so y'all can just not have to stress about it. And then when I actually did it, I was like, man, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it so I can like be okay in my family's eyes. Yeah, bro, I'm so, so bogus. Can I apologize to you on the podcast? I mean, to, to apologize in general. I don't nice. even. I don't even think you know what I'm apologize about. But Silas didn't pass one of his classes and he basically dropped out of the program and I was roasting him, giving a little bit of tough love about dropping out. And I was like, I said something along the lines of your ass is only trying to be a firefighter because you got a pic, a baby picture next to a fire truck or some shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah, that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I don't, but okay. And I'm bogus. I just, I'd be too I tough sometimes on the people I love. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's a, uh, first of all, I, the people who choose to chase after the things that like drive their, basically what like spurs them or gives them passion or fire. Those are the bravest people in this country because they said, fuck everybody. Right. Like that's why they can be happy. That's why they can hourly be themselves. That's a a superpower. It is. And that's why. And and I started noticing this more and more because like, and I was watching P Valley with my sister the other day. And I was like, this dude is such a character. Sorry. You said peak Valley. P Valley. Can you explain that for people that don't know? Uh, it's a, so it's a show based in Mississippi, and it's just about uh, a, a group of individuals that own a strip club. But it's like that facet, that world, everything. Um, so it's very, But it's very like black-centric. So in this, there's a character, don't know his name, Cliff. His name is Cliff. He's gay. He's a gay man, probably gay, in Mississippi, which is like, again, like the Bible Belt. But everybody accepts him as is, right? He's like he's fiercely himself. But then I was like, man, that dude is so dramatic. And it wasn't because of his role; it was because of like his persona, his personality. But then I was like, well, if you look at any gay person, right? Like they're like, and I and I sometimes I forget because like I'm so much myself. But like, there's a lot of similarities in people who are always themselves, no matter what the situation is. And I'm like, that shit. Real recognizes real, like game recognizes game. So what I'm saying is that like it hit because when I started thinking about people actively like trying to fight for their sexuality and like be accepted in this country for their genders, because I was like, them niggas have every right to be like, fuck y'all. Y'all niggas can't tell me how to act because I fought for who I am. And I was like, Yeah, that's that's why them niggas be as much and I'll say this, like, part of it is like you get you get the pendulum, right? Like as much as you might have depression and you might struggle with all the self-hate and like why nobody accepts me, there's also an immense amount of happiness because I know who I am. And there's a lot of people in this world who do not know who the fuck they are. And they will try to tell you that they know who they are and they don't. And you know what you need to tell them? Stop playing about my motherfucking self. I I want to talk to to the people who think their value is low. I want to talk to the people who lost track of their value. I'm going to compare them to a motherfucking water bottle, all right? 
you go to the you go to Costco, okay, the water bottles what eighty cents in the fucking cart. You know what I'm saying? Eighty cents. What Costco are you going to now? So you yeah, buy in bulk. That bitch is like eighty cents each. Kind of got you. I understand. Okay. So you okay. buy like a forty-eight pack. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I get you, I get you, I get you, get Sometimes you might feel like a cheap motherfucking water bottle. Okay, mm. but you go to a motherfucking uh, hip hop show. You know, go to a concert. Mm. Go to go to a festival. Mm-hmm. Them water bottles are like twenty motherfucking dollars, bro. The same water bottles. That's <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> had a sip. Yeah. So, so when, you, when, you feel like, when you feel like you're losing your value, sometimes you just need to change the environment. Oh, that's, that's a bar. That's a bar. Somebody snap. That's a bar. <laughs> okay, Asian proverb. Okay, Asian hey, yo, proverb. All I, had to, all I had to do was go to the Science and Industry Museum and look at a poster. Idea. <laughs> Light bulb. <laughs> Take a picture. No, but that's real because you're obviously, and that's another conversation we could get into, but happiness is really defined by your current environment. And that's hard because. When you're in therapy, for those who have gone to therapy, a lot of my therapy was like, I have to realize that this is just a moment, right? Like in the scale of life, all these are just little moments. They could be good. They could be bad. But you are the same person throughout. So like, obviously, you allow yourself to have the emotion you allow yourself to be. But don't allow that to affect your ability to have joy and happiness because that won't change. That is something that will always be there. So I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I, I told my therapist, I was like, look, shorty. You said shorty? Give it a bug with <laughs> you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm not. did not. Play. This was me and my Listen, inner Listen, Dr. Shorty. I was like, damn, shorty. Like, I'm tired. Like, I'm bent. Like, nigga didn't been crying for God knows how long. I'm sad all the time. But then she was like, okay, this is you six months. But remind you, remember you in the first month? Like, now, the amount of time that you actually stay in that is tr- significantly less to now to the point I'm like, wow, a motherfucker don't even stay in it. It's literally like, it's literally like if at most maybe half a day after that, I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm not going to let this shit fuck with my, because then you start to lose moments. And I started to realize that, right? Like I would rather be present with the people that I care about and that I love than to be like, ah, oh, man, this shit got me really down. Yeah. You dwell so much on the shit exactly. that like really bothers you and the shit that's upsetting you. You forget to, hone in and focus on what is good in your life, what's mm-hmm. going right well, in your life. You start life. venting about that shit and you don't turn it off. It's right. easy to keep that shit flowing. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Not, you, not you shaking you know, the table. You know, you know what I'm saying? Not you I, sh- I'm guilty of it. Sometimes I walk in the room and I be so fed up about life, I just be throwing up Dude. my emotions on people for an hour. Yeah. And next thing you know, I look around and realize motherfucker stopped listening 45 minutes ago. You know, so, but, <laughs> but everyone vent. needs to vent, uh, right? To vent. So if I were to give advice to people that are simmering over you know, tr- give it like five minutes to vent and then and then clock out and, yeah, and look yeah, around yeah. and see if somebody breathe still the, wants to listen to you, still ask about, to, you know, things to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, not, I'm stumbling my words, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, think- I can pick up on that from what Gabby said about, or about what you said about um, being present and like not worrying about the thing. Like don't dwell mm-hmm. because sometimes like I'm going through shit and my thing is like I need to, before I can communicate with anybody, talk, hang out. I need to figure this out first. Yeah, I'm very and much so, like that. And so like, but what I don't realize is while I'm figuring this out, I'm losing time with my family, my mm-hmm. friends. I can't, I don't go out on the weekends. I don't see, I miss birthdays, get togethers because I'm dwelling on this thing that I'm, that I'm worried about. Like school wasn't going so good. So I'm like, man, I got to get my shit up and make sure I'm getting this. I'm a little, it's a weekend. So there's no class today, but I can, you know, still dwell on it, be sad and study. But then all my friends are doing shit and like want to hang out. I, my family having birthday parties. I can't, I don't go. I don't even respond to the text because like I got to worry about this. I value the certain people I could 
reach out to and just hear a second voice. Sometimes that's all I need. Because sometimes the voices in your head be inaccurate as fuck. They always do. You know, so if you stay alone, if you stay in solitude so much with that, that you're trying to figure out, sometimes you be coming up with a toxic ass solution. Super. I mean, it's very simple. Like, for us, for our, the mind is a very powerful thing. But if you ever want to know, like, the implications of, like, being with your own thoughts, talk to anybody who has been in isolation, forced isolation. Facts. Those people, it's literally, like, we cannot be by ourselves. Like we I'm will literally go into, in prison. Literally. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's the, it, your brain, if left to itself, will drive why? you. <laughs> Hold on. Why? <laughs> I feel like they have, they, they, said, they, have how, a, they have a unique perspective on what happiness is, you know, cause they're, they're forced to, yeah, they're in isolation. Yeah. They're but forced like, to be by themselves and like, just be with their thoughts. You know, they have, they, and then they only so get an hour me, of the day like, to be in me, you know, all the good therapists are locked up. But like, tell me, like, how fucked up is how it? are they you locked go, up? You go visit a person in prison, and oh, you're yeah. like, and you're like, tell me about how shitty your life is. And they tell <laughs> wow. you, you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Bye, <laughs> bye, <laughs> take it easy. Thanks, Thanks. Shouldn't have murdered him. Walk the fuck off. Like, oh, I feel so. Thanks, much better. bro. See you next week. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know his <laughs> name. That's free therapy to me. That's why I never want to. And that's like one of the biggest things I'll say is I learned not to ruminate too long because your your brain will have you thinking some crazy shit that's mm-hmm. not true and it will stick with you. Yeah. It'll rationalize. It'll rationalize. And that's so the part that starts to scare the shit out of you. Because yeah, you really yeah. be like, I will never do this in a thousand years. I'm not even into yeah, that. I don't want that. And then your, your brain will be like, well, let me it. give you an example, bro. <laughs> the, the, small, the smallest, fastest one is when you think you haven't been working out and you, you like talk shit about yourself in the mirror and you see a friend at the gym you're like, oh, she looking big, man, looking good. And you know, it's all, it's all delusions all in your head. You're like, you motherfucking right. No, but look, when <laughs> I was going through my trauma, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. You lying to me right when now. When I was going through the biggest loss of my life, life y'all knew me i was going through that shit okay i I was spiraling yeah 100 when i went through my loss financially right i'm gonna make it quick there was one point in that in my healing process where i literally thought it was a good idea to hit up my dad's ex-boss and ask him for 10 grand Mm -hmm. who the fuck you y'all know me now i ain't never asking for a loan like that ever i'm never asking for a handout but in that moment i was like premeditating the conversation. I was mm-hmm. going to fly out to Florida. I was going to invite him to dinner. I was going to sit with him, talk about my experience mm-hmm. and ask him for the money. Cause I know he got it to throw, you know what I'm saying? And pay for this dinner. I'm getting five drinks. It's the first date, you know, set a perfect fucking example on how your mind can rationalize a dumbass idea and the perfect point to make to value the mentors around you and ask them for a second opinion, bro. You know, just sit down. Hey, yo, ask permission. Can I vent to you about some? Are you emotionally ready to like listen to me vent about this my is very problems? healthy, though. Yeah. You, you're saying it in a very like non-healthy way. But what you're saying is <laughs> <laughs> saying it right very now, erratic. But, yeah, no, but it's, you know? it's, that's healthy as fuck. Like, I think we need to have more conversations of like, hey, are you OK for me to like bounce something off of you? Facts. Are you in the right ask headspace? Permission. Yeah. Ask permission. Are you ready to, to get vulnerable with me? Because like I got some friends that'll call me. I pick up the phone and I hear them sobbing. And I'm like, oh my God, look, you can call me, okay? You know I care, right? But sometimes when I'm fucking boiling over myself and I'm trying to hold my shit down and I pick up and I feel that energy smack me in the fucking face it through does. my phone, yeah. that's kind of selfish. That's kind of selfish so on your they, part. So what are they supposed to do then? I don't Text me. Can I call you and vent about something? I'm crying right now. 
damn, give me 20 minutes so I could tuck it down. And yeah, it's not about you tucking down. You don't have. So this is the this is a part I want everybody to understand. That's the problem. The problem is you feel like you have to tuck it down. This is a this is a unique experience that nothing in the nothing else can compare. The human existence, right? You supposed to share that, right? Because through that conversation that y'all would have, y'all would be able to console one another and y'all would be able to be there for each other while still being vulnerable. I don't know why people have a problem being emotional around each other. I cried around my niggas. I've been crying around my guy. niggas since it's I was damn near 16, 17. It's just a guy thing. I got dude, a serious like just, question for all y'all. Like this go. is really a question. I don't have an opinion behind it. Can two broken people heal each other? 100%. Absolutely. 100%. I think so. You want to know why? Did it in my household. <laughs> I've seen it. Three. I've seen it through my brother who has a decade over me, me, and then through my sister. Us three were able to reconcile and have a really tight, strong, healthy relationship as opposed to the relationship we have with our parents. Now, whatever they've got going on, they have not been able to resolve. But we didn't let that affect us, us going forward as human beings and adults in this world and even into our own relationships romantically, platonically, interpersonally, from a corporate standpoint. We have not let that affect what it is to be good, solid, intentional people in this world. So, yes. Yes. I think... Um you know, two broken people can find solace in each other because like, you know, I'm going through something, you're going through something. Let's cry together. Let's go through this together. But then let's work together on how we can get out of this. Right. Like I'm going to help you. If you help me, let me help me help you, you know, and like, we're going to, we're going to come out on top. We're going to, we're going to get over this hump. We're going to go get to the other side of the rain. We're going to find this pot of gold and everything's going to be all, Sunshine and rainbows eventually, but like we just so have to go heal first I, and take that gold for myself. So he, you selfish as hell. Literally. You selfish, selfish as hell. Because like, I got vulnerable with you, and I you're just gonna it, take no. But like, but like some people yeah. think like that. Yes. You know, like some people actually go I'm through that. Like I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm healed. I'm that's, just I'm gonna dip out, saying. and I'm gonna let you deal that's with it on so your like, own. You know what I mean? To come crying and leave celebrate. So my I guess like the question like I had to think about it for a second. I guess it depends. I think you can heal. Two broken people can be together. But like they, if they don't acknowledge that they're broken, yeah, they have yes. to acknowledge that they're broken. Yeah, they're not, they have to acknowledge the. Like, they have to acknowledge why the, the fuck toxicity. You always said, but that's why two toxic to individuals. You gotta have somebody. Gotta have emotional intelligence in that situation. They both need to have but emotional let's intelligence. Let's pause for a second because as humans, we act off habit. Sure, you know we don't really think. Not a lot. A lot of times, we don't think about why we feel this way. We just go with the flow. No, you're absolutely go right. With emotions. Yeah. So there's some toxic motherfuckers that habitually. Well, are you? How many people you know that get drunk want to fight? How many people you met that get drunk want to fight habitually? I do know some aggressive ass drunks. Habitch. Habitch. I put the bitch in habitually. You know what I'm saying? So so that habit, that's just an example. We could also have, you know, the habit of crying around certain things or or, or getting triggered off certain things, you know? Well, triggers never stop. That's the fucked up part. Triggers never stop. Have y'all realized? Well, have you gotten to that point where you'd be like, damn, this shit is still fucking with me to this day. Touch my nipples, I'm jabbing back. You're funny. That's he's my not. Button. He's not kidding. I'm not playing. You bro. got two buttons. You don't push those two buttons. <laughs> so wait. So let me ask you this. Pushing my buttons, Your shorty, your shorty, she start playing with. I'm she, turned off. He says while he's having sex. I will stop. If she touches You don't nipples, fuck with nipple play? I don't fuck with that, bro. You don't fuck with nipple play? I don't play? fuck with that. I feel like more girls need to realize the power as nipples. Your mom tested you? No, listen. Hold on. Well, hey, yo. I know it sounds funny at first. I'm in high school, okay? I All my life, I hate this shit. We're riding... 
And I, I brought, I don't know how it got brought up. I think she was fucking with me and she did it. And I was like, yo, hey, don't do that shit. I hate that shit. It's like, oh, yeah. You know, she's playing. She's my mom reaching across the driver's seat and, you know, pinching me. I'm in the passenger seat. So I'm like, pull the fuck over. Pull over. Oh, yeah, you told me this. And I walked an hour home. <laughs> an hour? Yeah. You're How'd you feel the first 15 minutes? I didn't, it was worth it, okay? Because <laughs> I was about to punch my mom in the fucking mouth. You're no, just playing. <laughs> I made a point edit, and she took me serious edit. and ever since then she ain't pinching my nipples again. I do. I hear you. You told her. I'm just saying that more women, <laughs> women, women, nipples are okay to play with. I don't with like them. it, mom. I used to, I used to talk to this what? dude. <laughs> I know y'all. <Whoa. laughs> no, Eric was like, hey, oh, wait, hold. Eric, Eric did this. He said, pull, pull the car over. I said, put a car. Pull the fucking car over. Pull over. Gee, how old were you? How old were you? I would have tucked and rolled if she ain't pulled over. How old, how old were you? You're in high school. Freshman. Freshman. Wow, that's really ballsy because your ass yeah. can't do shit really by you got yourself. School ID, his lunch bag. Literally, you ain't nothing. If you would have got kidnapped, I knew where I was. I mean, you obviously your mom felt comfortable doing it. Otherwise, no mom is gonna be like, I'm a, I'm a do what My you said. My mom had a high sense of. Okay, fuck it. You know, like, so but she also knows like, you as a child, and she knows that my, my my mom made me walk across Elgin because we got into an argument in the car. She said, "Get out!" And I was like, "I don't know where I am." Okay, hey, y'all ain't saying nothing but a word. Mom. Daughter, daughters will never get that treatment. Uh, Please, I almost I mean, got a glass table thrown at me. Oh, don't shit. do that. A glass table. What's the worst? I saw my sister and mom rolling on the ground fighting. Yes. I'm, I'm sitting there with my chicken. There's one thing about hand. Puerto Rican women: sometimes they get treated like men because they could fight men. Facts. I don't know African African. that doesn't have. I was doing. I was doing one time. I got my ass beat, and then my dad had me. He had. He said, "Put one foot on the ground and and hold your and bend over and hold one with one your index finger. Hold yourself up." For as long as you, and every time. What is I, up with black dads making you do physical activities for for torture, Bruh, it's I, torture. I had to do. Uh, I don't know what these are called. I would sit in the. Dry, I would sit in the, the house windmills? doing this, windmills my arms, and as soon as I slow down, wow. Speed the fuck up, bro. Like, I, did the, I did the. I did the. Hold your hands up horizontally as long as you can. Gee, I had to hold, everything. I had to hold dictionaries above my head. Oh, if, if they came down, you crying, you crying, they crying. My dad is like, put your hands up. Put your hands up, bro. I'm talking. And like, they would watch you. Watch you. Sitting down in a comfortable ass chair. Yeah. Here's the like, TV's on. Turns it off. That's yeah. a, Give me 20 minutes. That's why I said it's not human. I'm over here. It's not crying. Human. It's not human. Yeah, I never experienced physical torture like that, but. Right, notebooks. Yeah. I got I a laundry like basket thrown at me. Like I got a mouth on me. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a mouth bash, on me. I got hit with a switch. I got hit with a, I got hit with damn near everything. She threw her phone at me about, Let's talk about whoopings. Here we go. Next topic. What was the worst whooping you ever had? Uh, I know the worst too many to count. I had the worst whooping I ever had. My parents got a switch because I lied to the after school teacher about something I don't even remember. (laughs) My parents owned a grocery store, still do to this day. Let's go. Literally picked me up, took me to the grocery store, and the next thing you know, my dad comes in. Went into the grocery store. I'm chilling. I'm like, okay, whatever. Next thing you know, literally, the dad comes into the grocery store. He said, go to the back. Said, oh, okay. hell no. Got that. that. Dun, dun, dun. Got, the, got that. Got that switch. No, nah, he's, he's still walking with a pep in the step. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, I didn't like, know. I, I really like, okay, I got a present. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. I knew, crackers, yeah. I, knew, I knew I did something bad, but I was like, this is nothing to trip out. Boy, that switch. I, don't, the, I felt like there was like 75 fucking uh, branches and I was... So oh, he got a stick? I was going to ask what, kind, what, what exactly it was. It was a stick. Where did he get it from? Outside. outside. He just broke, broke that shit off a tree. 
Broke down. I felt like I was getting hit by like fucking 5,000 whips. Dude, I was like, damn, damn. And then I came back. And then I. He hit I back? He hit me everywhere. With clothes on. Yes. It does not matter, brushes. It doesn't matter, though. It does not matter. Because the whipping, and right, this right, shit right. was crazy. That reminds me of And a, then I remember one yeah. time, my dad was, I don't know what happened, but I did the same thing. I lied. I was very much a liar as a child. Came back after school again, and they beat my ass like a grown-ass man. Hey, talk about, <laughs> talk about happiness. They always look at you like, you think I want to do this? <laughs> Literally. Yes. Yes. You just make me They're happy. smiling. You, you act like it makes you happy. He's like, you think I want to do this? You're smiling. You're smiling. You think I want to do this? Bro, hey, yo, my dad. Hold on. I'll go cut you off. Go ahead, Sal. No, my dad, for my birthday, I turned 12 or 13. He's like, come to the bathroom or come to the kitchen. On my oh, birthday, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, cool. Yo, gift for dad. I had a fucking Vegeta toy in my hand, like walking in the kitchen. What's up, pop? Smiling. Christmas in my eyes. You're a man now. He's like, you're a man now? Bow! <laughs> Hit me in the chest. Fucking Vegeta slides under the fridge. I fall on my hands and knees. I look back like, Ugh. He's like you're a man now, so I'm going to hit you like one. Happy birthday, happy birthday And fucking left the room I'm like Where's the cake Where's the That's a First terrible time you get present the wind knocked out of you That's a terrible yeah. present and I'm, not, I'm not gonna shit on my dad Cause he didn't have his dad Growing up and he was learning As he goes No I'm, I'm not, I don't care about Getting my ass beat I was uh, just Those I was like damn I'm just a child I was like, <laughs> I was they like, don't give a fuck I was, Literally I was like I'm just a child They gonna make sure I learned this lesson That's what it yeah. was I grew up Getting punished by my dad all, okay. all, Every year When I fucked up I fucked up but it would always be the same. So I don't remember a particular one. I just remember the process. His ass would have me drop my pants. Bare ass. Cold mm. wind hitting the booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> booty hole? This motherfucker would, would wind back with some carpet. My dad could build a house with his bare hands. Big Your, ass his dad's Brock hands Lesnar are hands. scary. Big yeah, ass like Brock hands like a, hands. Like a grizzly Come bear. wailing down and All he would thumbs. say, don't resist me or I'll hit you harder. You know, don't cry or I'll hit you harder. harder. So I'm bent over, assed <laughs> to the air. You know, and I gotta, you know, I gotta fucking take that shit. Tear, quiet tears falling down my face. Your dad now would, I would cry. You know, your dad is all thumbs. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so yeah I never, bad. I never had any of that. I just had an attitude, and I would get yelled at. I get like locked up in my room. Um, you said she threw a glass table. At yeah, you. <laughs> she almost threw a glass table at me. Yeah, there was one. It was on Easter. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I was giving her attitude for something. My attitude when I was younger was a lot worse than it is now. Um, and Jackie can contest to that for sure. But, um, I don't know. I, we were just like going back and forth and my sister, she hated when we were, when we would argue. So she'd like go in like her room and as she's like walking, my mom like picks up the coffee table and she like damn near launches it at me, but then like catches it in the air. Cause she realized what she was about to do. And like mm-hmm. the glass was going to break on my body. And she's like, go to your room. Like, I don't want to see you anymore. She didn't want DCFS to come. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that shit was was crazy. But I never got, like, physically beat as a kid. Like, I am blessed. I'm glad I'm not a boy. I feel like I'll say that women, or I should say girls at this time, they do get it a little bit easier. I don't think we get it easier. I don't think we get it easier at all. We just don't get physically beat. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what what I'm talking about. Because that shit, I used to be like, whew. I mean, well, I, I didn't get physically beat. I can't speak for all the women because there are women out there that do get physically oh, beat by their parents. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've I'll, seen it. I will say this. About it. The moment I started playing football and I learned how to take a hit, I was in that motherfucker like Superman. I said, go ahead, beat me. <laughs> Watch this. I said, oh, shit. I said, oh, did you hit me? <laughs> Dude, when, the moment you realize your parents' whoopings don't hurt anymore, you feel like a fucking superhero. Literally. You I'm was in. Like, I was, I'm, like, yeah. I'm crying. I'm like, pow. And then I'm like. 
Thanks. I was just Shit. doing that for the show. I was just doing That's that for the, the show. My dad will die stronger than me. It's my dad will die stronger than me. Now, That's okay. When my mom they would his, find ways. Stop her, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna act like it now. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, please uh, stop! My thing was, I was always doing the fake heavy breathing because you know I was always a dramatic guy. The lip thing. Sucking the lip in. Yeah. All right. It's that magical moment. I need the cue. I need the magical moment. Whatever the sound is. I'll do it in uh, <laughs> It's that magical gosh, moment, that magical time where I ask a random ass question. And again, I will say it. The team has given me feedback and they said it has to be more directed to the show. Well, right. Like you're still going to ask a random ass question. Because it was, it was, it was the genuineness. It was beautiful. How it asked a dumbass question. If you any flavor of chest, what flavor of chest would you be? Bow, bow, bow. I'm going to make y'all think a little bit. We talk about happiness, right? Uh-huh. So here's the question. If happiness was a food, what would it taste like? That's pussy. a good question. <laughs> You're I can't have pussy for dinner. I'd be, I'd be disappointed. I would take it back. Excuse me, waiter. My food tastes like pussy. Can I? Oh, I thought we were talking specific food. Just tell me what it tastes like. Just tell me what it tastes like. No, no. I'm sorry. Can you say the question again? If, I, if, if happiness, happiness was a food, what would it taste like? Can we like generalize it more to like what food would it be? I mean, if that helps you Whatever with the else. taste, 100%. Okay. I think happiness would taste fruity. I think I think yeah. it'd be like like a like a smoothie kind of thing. Like you go to like tropical smoothie cafe and get like the Bahama Mama. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think like a pina colada. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's what happiness tastes I, like. I agree, but I'll branch off with it. You ever eat something that tastes fruity, but like also feels healthy? Like yeah. you feel the nutrients going in your bloodstream immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a kale smoothie, like a green one. I was about to say <laughs> like a green one. Feel vitalized. Yeah, it's <laughs> doing something in my body. Happiness. Like a one up mushroom. Yeah. That's happiness. Yeah. Uh, I would say that happiness tastes like something that is sweet, but is light with a citrus finish, citric, <laughs> citric finish. Um, you had to write citrus. Yeah, you said it right the first yeah, time. Yeah, citrus filling. And well, then aroma at the end of the palate. <laughs> but then it's also like with a, with a savory taste. So it has a mix. I was just going to say sweet and savory for me. Like yeah, a, like a it cho- got to be. Like a chocolate pretzel. Salty, like salty chocolate. It has like some chocolate covered bacon. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, not chocolate. No, no, no. You like chocolate, chocolate covered bacon. No. See how he retracted? Yeah. Brown, like sh- candied bacon? Crazy. Brown sugar. Brown, brown sugar. Brown yeah. sugar. Just, brown ask, sugar. just ask for diabetes. <laughs> Let diabetes. me get a cup of sugar. Diabetes, <laughs> please. What it taste like, Silas? Diabetes. 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 Di- what? God damn. Heavy ass lips. Diabetes. 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 Sound like diabetes. Dude, I was gonna. I was gonna. You guys all went sweet, so I was gonna say like like a case of birria. That Ooh, shit makes me happy yeah, every yeah. time. I can be full as fuck, and if someone mentions that, my ears perk up like a cat. I'm yeah. like, what? So to me, something something savory, savory and juicy. Mm. Okay. Let me let me let me branch off Deji ask and and tune in with an erratic ask. Sure, go for it. Y'all ever feel happiness, but it's from right. like a, a guilty? I was gonna say, but it's wrong. Like, yeah, but it's wrong. For example, let's say you drive past somebody who got pulled over and is getting arrested. Like you shouldn't be happy that you're seeing that. Or let's Why say, would I be happy about this? Some people let's be say, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That shit is, dude, it's so satisfying when you see some dickhead fucking blast past you. Like, come on. And you see a cop after you, like, hell. Oh, so you're yeah. talking about, like, okay, that's the only time gotcha. I'm, that's the only time I'm pro cop. That's the only time I'm pro cop. 
Get his ass. How is that? Get him. Get him. Fuck him. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. If I would have asked that, y'all would have been like, Daisy, this is a yes or no question. Hold the fuck up. No, it's not. No, it's not. What is it? Something that's like, what's a guilty pleasure, basically? Like yes, you, I, you just he just said, "Did y'all ever get happy?" Right, let me pro, let me proposition the question. Did y'all ever get happy if like y'all see that. something that you you know it's you should have done? Tomato, tomato, tomato. And then, and then. Tomato. Play the boo sound. Boo, tomato. Okay. Put, Anyways, go, go, Eric. I'll give my example. He already gave an example. So, so. no, no, no. That was an example generally for y'all to tune in. Mm. But my personal example, I was a kid. I'm young as hell. Elementary school, right? And again, I, I'm the oldest in my family, so I got younger cousins. And my younger cousin, Kiana, she was being a diaper-wearing bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she, she, what she does was, that mean? <laughs> she was crying about everything. Diaper-blowing diaper, 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 diaper baby. You were diaper-wearing bitch. Like, <laughs> she was complaining about everything. <laughs> everything. As a kid, we're kids, bro. We're kids. Bro. Yes. Yeah, you know, we understand. And she was like... Like, I don't know, bro. We were in the backseat, and I remember tying a strain of her hair into a knot. <laughs> that is not. So when she got her hair brushed, you know, the knots were getting tangled. You were. A, you were terrible. I was about yeah. to say, terror. Yeah, I was bogus. I was bogus. Bogus so terror. Fuck, bro. Terror. Like, if you even did that to my kind of hair, I would kid. lose a chunk of my hey, yo, head. Kiana, I'm sorry. All right? But yeah, I did that shit. And so it was just, you were mischievous. I think that? one of my guilty pleasures. This is a little fucked up. Diaper wearing bitches. <laughs> Double blowing bubble baby. You know how many <laughs> bubble bath. Bubble bath. Uh, bubble bath. <laughs> um, I really, I really enjoy books and shows about like, like really fucked up things that have happened to people. Like for example, the, there's a book that I read when I, was, when I was in junior high called A Child Called It. Yep. Um, I read that book in a day, like eight hours, and it. I was sobbing after I finished it, but it basically it's about this, like it's about the author, right. Who's writing about his life talking about how, when he was a kid, he was called it by his parents and they would abuse him. Like they would make him drink ammonia and like they would drown him in the bathtub and like do all this fucked up shit to him. Yeah. Really, really fucked up. But like, I enjoyed the book. Like it was a really, really mm. good read. I read the second book after that. And then the third one, a man named Dave, I forgot what the second book was called, but um, books and shows like that really, I don't know, like, they, like, like I, murder documentaries. Yeah. Like, and like, like the documentaries about like, there's one on Hulu about a girl that got abducted. And then her abductor ended up just like leaving her on the side of the road. And she like walked home after X amount of months. And like, she goes back to her house. She's like, hi mom. And like all this shit. And I, I don't know. I it's just, nice I kidnapped her. Uh, yeah, a really nice kidnapper. Or he was done with her. Yeah, normally when the kidnapper's done, he gonna cock and load. That's what she thought was gonna happen. Like he was like, get out of the car, and she like stood there for a second. Hey, and he drove off. <laughs> he but... gonna cock and load. <laughs> I mean, load and cock. I mean, okay, all right. Anyways, penis. I'm done. <laughs> my my guilty pleasure is I'm not gonna hold you. I love seeing people get their ass beat, <laughs> and I'm the one doing it. Though <laughs> no, those videos of like. Fight video, yeah. Fight video, no, not the fight videos, but like the videos of like somebody getting slapped, or like <laughs> there was one video. He's on Will, he's on Will Smith's side. <laughs> that video was funny, <laughs> but there's a video of this guy who just he, he for whatever reason he was very agitated on a flight, so he just slapped the the flight attendant in the, the back of the head, flight attendant, and then he backed up like he was like he was trying to get away to go somewhere, and then he realized he was on a plane, and then he sat the fuck down. <laughs> 
That is annoying. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, so that's stuff like that. But yeah, or like any racist that gets their ass beat is that is just, so. Oh. Uh, that is just really. Uh, you know, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna redefine my meaning of happiness. When I see a racist get beat. Oh yes, that yeah, shit. That's yes, that's hilarious. That, that's yeah, hilarious. that that feels really good. I was just thinking the whole time mm-hmm. I don't like seeing people get hurt. But someone does, that deserves it. Like, kid, I did what I did. But like, <laughs> yeah, seeing somebody talk, seeing a demon get be- get their ass beat, it's like, literally, yeah. Like, like seeing somebody get what they deserve. Like I like, hope you have the day you deserve yeah, today. I like I might run in, sneak in, bow, kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, I guess for me, a guilty thing is when I act like I forgot the condom, and she goes, "Oh, I'll just do it anyway." And I'm like, "Yes." Boom! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, 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 tomato. Boom! <laughs> tomato. Any I'm woman out there I'm just who gets with the melanin menace, just know this yeah. is a ploy. Just know I'm bringing it. Yeah, and then he's gonna be calling me like, "Can I vent to you about something?" <laughs> Man, I didn't send this girl four hundred fifty dollars for her abortion. I that's not the as far as how it's gonna <laughs> go, Gabby. God damn! So I'm in, so I'm in Mexico. No, my, one of the things is when I see a badass. So I'm in Mexico. <laughs> when I see a badass kid in the grocery store, like just go, mouthing off to his mom, and then like he walks away oh, yeah. and fucking trips and falls and drops all his shit and starts crying. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what you that's, get. That's, wow, that that's, that's dark, funny. but I fuck with it. You ever see a badass dark, kid and they I fall and get it. fucked up? And it's kids like, are supposed to be bad. They're they not supposed sur- to be. They good. survive. I'm not yeah. saying they get like. They're like, not supposed yeah, to be good. Yeah. If you see a good kid, the brat at the grocery store that gets his ass beat publicly, you'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, woo. That's you thought to seeing somebody getting pulled over? Like, yeah. I was, that's, that's one less. That's one less person than comes to capital. I was the brat. That guy. I used to be. I used to be at the grocery store, bad as fuck. So, I used yeah, to be so picking I, up everything. Oh, I used to be like, I want bro, this. I used I to put. This. I used to put candy in my mouth. Like, yeah. Now you I gotta remember, buy it, mom. I remember one time I walked out the house with. I mean, I walked out the grocery store with the candy and the magazine, and my mom was like, magazine. "How'd you get that?" I said, "I took it." She said, "Who paid for it?" I said, "I thought you did." And then she was like, let's go back. I said, nope, I'm not going back. Got my ass beat. <laughs> Did you keep it? Yes. <laughs> you're like, you're like <laughs> he got his ass beat while chewing. Yeah, he's like, mm. he's like ah! I remember in the magazine. Ah! It was a snicker. It was a coloring book. It was a Pokemon coloring book. Oh, that's worth stealing? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I'd keister that. That would always get lost and cry. And then find a worker. Say, I would hate you as a. I would hate you as a parent. Yeah, they had to make that announcement so many times. Do we Maybe have a Larissa or T? <laughs> <laughs> no, do we have, do we have a mama? Yeah. Oh, mama. <laughs> no, mama. Story. Bro, that happened one time. I was with my grandma. I call her mama. You know, and I literally, like, as a kid, I I couldn't say her name was Erlinda. I'm like, mama, my mama, my mama. You know, her name, mama. mama. <laughs> Wait, you do. You knew your bar- you knew your parents' names when y'all was children. That's what of course. I'm saying. Yeah, I did not. We, could, we couldn't say them, but we. Knew I didn't. Them. I did not know my parents' name for almost the first ten years of my life. Ten That's years, crazy. ten year old, tall, ten. My mom, my parents, I always like, called to refer to mom, dad, mom, dad. My mom, parents dad. like made me remember their phone numbers and their names. Nice. They refused oh, yeah. to let me like call them by their first name. So they were like, right. in, if you're ever in a position where you need to call us, Dude. here's my number and my name is Jackie. Dude, right? Call, here's my number and my name is Fernando. Do you, do you if remember phone numbers that don't exist no more? Yes. No, of course. Yeah. My house phone number from yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember That's my the only one number. that I remember. That one doesn't exist. My mom's number Actually, and my I dad's number are so active. Number. I do yeah. remember. That shit is rooted in us. Something, you know, talking about my grandma, my mama, you know, her voicemail on the house phone was 
we're not available at the moment, but please leave a message and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Quiet as Thank well. you. Yeah, like, geez, <laughs> no execution. That's, towards the end. that's a better you know? voicemail. My dad's voicemail was Bruce Lee quotes <laughs> <laughs> for like three minutes. Like, you need to be like, water, form, don't stare at the, like, the fucking principal's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who's your dad? <laughs> Anybody's hanging up after that, though. That's the <laughs> but, point. But that voicemail I just quoted hasn't existed for like 15 years. But oh, I, I would, I would, say I I would, sam- I would sample that. That's fire as I don't even remember voicemails. Not available at the boot moment. Oh, no, not, not, not <laughs> house music. You know, moment, Eric. Moment, moment. You know, you know, Eric was ready. What was it? What was the bar mo, you mo, said? Mo, 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 mo. I, what was the bar moment. last week? Because you was waiting. Because you, you made the joke. You were like when you were trying to use a uh, Beretta. Oh, Loretta. Uh, yeah, you, you couldn't Loretta wait to use Beretta. <laughs> was a little Beretta. Yeah, I don't know why. Beretta? You mean is it like the Beretta? The, the dish? Beretta. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about like the, the Alrighty. <laughs> I feel like we have reached the end of yet another episode. Um, this one was all about happiness. Um, hopefully you find yours. Um, but Eric, what was the quote? That was a really good quote uh, that quote? you said about quote. About, you want to be happy for a week? Go and buy a motherfucking watch. watch. Mm. You want to be happy for a month? Go and buy a new car or something. Vroom, vroom. Skirt, Go skirt. off with your friends. Slide in somebody's DMs. All right, bro. Just keep, All right. keep to the Can quote. I pick you up? You want to be happy for a year? Go buy a new house. Like, hey, yo, you trying to see the new room I decorated, shorty? MTV, welcome to my crib. Mirrors on the ceiling. I can see every angle. But you want to be happy for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Make a difference in somebody else's. Ooh. Do something that matters. Suburban King Pop. Suburban Kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom podcast. Suburban <laughs> Kingdom podcast. Loyalty, y'all keep it lovely. Y'all enjoy this motherfucking Bye. weather.